You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Dead Downwind, Tinks, Shadowhunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows, Cobra Archery, Camp Chef, Thorn Broadheads, and Deer Camp Coffee. Hey guys, welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. Myself, Dave Thompson, along with Jamie Nopoom. And today we're talking to Lindsay Way with Jeff. Jeff, how are you, man? How you been? I'm great, man. How you guys? Doing That's well. Yeah, doing well. So Jeff and I just came off of Instagram Live. For some of you who might have actually caught that, and Jeff's internet just kept cutting out. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like the 80-year-old dad trying to show him how to watch something on YouTube. That, that was me. Oh. It's so funny. You know, I learned uh, I learned a long time ago with this stuff, like I have to, like if I have any th- sort of live things, I like, I, I absolutely use like anything I can that's like as Wi-Fi connected as I can or a hardwired. Cause I learned, we used to do, um, well, we still do, I should say the Christmas special, the Boner Planet Christmas special. It's just a big giveaway thing, a lot of fun and all that. But Tim and I, it's like a two hour event. And so we were doing it live and you know, last year was a huge, huge debacle. Like it just kept, remember that Jamie just kept cutting off and not because of internet connection, because the, the software just kept like yeah. stopping after 40 minutes every time. We're like, what is happening? <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, there's there's enough pressure going on. With it. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff, tell us what's been going on at the show, man. What have you guys been up to over there? Man, this is kind of our busy time of year. You know, obviously we're not filming a lot. We're, you know, we're doing voiceovers and stuff, but every year it's 10 to 12 episodes this year i think it was 11 and we got to preview them so we're previewing them two or three different times uh and you know kyle takes them down every hunt you got to figure you got 10 12 episodes every hunt is about six to eight hours worth of footage kyle takes it down to about three or four hours sends it to the guys at heartland bow hunter and then they break it down and send it to us it goes through sean mike brandon franklin's the guy that does the editing 
And uh, by the time it gets to us, we look at it, make our couple of changes, add VOs, put our own twist on it. And, uh, but it, you know, it's, it's not that bad, but when you start doing it times 10 in a, in a very busy summertime, when you're trying to do food plots or summer vacations, you don't know where you're going to be at and um, internet connections. And, and yeah. it, as far as the TV show, it's, it's one of our, our busier times of the year for sure. So I find that when we're, you know, when Jamie and I are at hunt camp, we're at hunt camp together 90% of the time. And when we're there, we seem to like, this is where I like, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't want to say envious or jealous, but like, I feel like it's really hard to get motivated. Like when you're there, like it, <laughs> for us to like film anything. So like, we'll start off with these great intentions. Like, all right, we're going to film this, 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 this. We actually are launching a new program called gun hunter planet coming up. And we've been working on Jamie's been working on that uh, a lot actually lately. And just trying to put together some like gun hunting type stuff. Right. And again, same as what we do now, but just a little different content, but you know, so we, we go with this intent to like shoot all these little scenes and get all these little clips. And then we end up with like maybe three out of like the 40 that we had planned. <laughs> you know, you're, you're laying there watching a movie or eating snacks and you take a nap and you're like, Oh hell, we only got an hour before we got to go out. And then, yeah. well, we'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it tomorrow. I, I'm that way. When I, if I don't have, have a cameraman it's like i got my gopro and i need to be filming me doing this or doing that or filming my dad i'm like oh man who cares we'll, we'll wait on kyle i got this new camera actually i was going to tell you about it's a i think it's called the dgi pocket 2 i don't know if you've seen this and anyway it's like a little gopro but um it sticks up like uh, like so like that actually i might have it here hold on a minute Made by a DJI, the same drone company. Yeah, so they got like a, they have a couple cameras actually. They have a, they have a little. I think it's called Osmos. I think it's like a little GoPro. So they have that as well. But yeah. you know, GoPro is so fidgety sometimes that I always get frustrated with them nowadays. I just I have a hard time buying them because I feel like every time I buy one, it gets fidgety and breaks on me, and then I feel like I'm wasting money. Or or you know, there was one time because we we self film everything. So there was one time right. where we had, you know, we would set up like five of them in a circle, like around the, the hunt area. So that when it came in, you would just hit a remote control and they'd all turn on. Well, that did work actually a couple of times and it was amazing. Uh, but then they started failing when we did it. And then it became a huge hassle because then you have to charge them all. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, got old real fast. Five cameras. I know what's in here, but uh, anyway, whatever. It, it's a small camera, and what it does is it'll follow you. So if you wanted to, like, say, self-film something, you could, like, let's say a deer was coming in. Sorry, I dropped something here. Let's say a deer's coming in. It would, um, if this was the camera, it's not. It would actually, you could touch where you want, like, to follow. So if a deer's walking, and let's just say you had time to do this, you would click the deer, and it would actually turn like this by itself and follow the deer up to 40 degrees or something, whatever. There's a specific amount it can go. But anyway, so when I'm, when I'm like, and I need help filming something, a lot of times I use that now. I put it on a tripod, and then I just touch myself, and then boom. That didn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, you might want to edit that one. <laughs> I'm not editing it because it was, it was legit. I wasn't saying. Anyway, it just didn't sound right. So anyways, I touch myself on the screen like this, and then therefore, I, it follows me. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And it was cheap. It wasn't even expensive. 
Well, does it, is it like wide angle like the GoPro? It has options. You can do wide or non-wide. Oh, that's so, cool. so it's extremely helpful, actually. And what was it called? The DJI. Uh, it's called the DJI Pocket Two. Pocket Two. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's real small. It's like it, I want to say it's about this big total, and it comes out. It has its own little case. You charge it through a USB C, um, and it works really well. Like I was I was blown away the the quality of it. I mean, it's it's basically the quality of a GoPro. Um, but yeah. it's not going to be like a DSLR or anything like that. But what are you guys yeah, filming in right now? Oh, what cameras? Yeah. Well, we pretty much just swapped all over to the Canon R5s. You know, those cameras are like this big. And, you know, yeah. we've been carrying all these Sony FS7s, these FS5s. I've We've shot five years with the same Sony FS7, and we're actually getting ready to sell it. But, you know, it, it's that between that and the lens and the huge camera arm we have to carry around in the tree i mean it's it's a it feels like a 20 30 pound setup and then now we're going to this little canon r5 and it's flipping two pounds you know it just it doesn't make sense and the quality is there's no quality lost it it's just amazing what how technology just keeps advancing in the camera world and it, you know upgrading gets expensive but wow man, it's, 8k huh can, this thing's a beast yeah 8k no boom can you imagine that we so we we invested in uh we went from and i asked you this question last time on the show that's why i was curious because a lot of times i feel like you you everybody goes a couple years and they upgrade to something different and we're the same way we we will pay a couple thousand dollars whatever to upgrade at some point and we'll probably have that coming up but one of the things about canon that i had a hard time with now keep in mind your footage is going to be going on a big screen. So like someone's watching a 65 inch TV, they have to have, you have to have really high res for that. So yeah. your videos are a little different than mine. So ours are specifically internet. So for us, we don't really need like the super, super, you know, quality ones. Cause we can get away with such a small screen. You're going to get 4k in a tiny, you know, like a GoPro, it's no problem. Right. However, uh, when we did film with the Canons, um, the one thing I noticed is the, um, the, the size of the file being so massive. It is. Um, so like, what are you running in that camera? Are you running like 128 gig, 256 gig or. Uh, I think it's a 512 is what we got. Like yeah, three, there you go. 512 cards. We just bought a 20 terabyte hard drives. We just bought two of them. So if that tells you what kind of footage for. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that is, that is a downside is as, technology evolves and like you said 8k and that's cool super slow-mo and i've always said you know by the time it gets dumbed down to a phone screen or a tv you're losing a ton in translation you know you're you're losing a lot but you know if you're watching it on if you're doing a direct download and you're watching it on your computer or your, or your phone or something like that or, or our blu-ray you can yeah. see it so um that's the reason we do it but those files are um abnormally large and <laughs> they slow down my system that's yeah, how my, large my computer are. would just crash and yeah it, and it's thank god i don't have to go through that <laughs> yeah everything i got my phone my computer everything is always maxed out yeah and i know my hard drive would be as well yeah for sure i i was thinking about that with these cameras you know we we had shifted from we, we did a canon then we moved to sony 
and then we moved to Panasonic, and then we yeah. did a mix of Panasonic and Sony. So right now we do Sony for, I'm sorry, we do Panas, we do Canon. I mean, I, I confused that for photography, and we use Panasonic for filming our show. But you know, I would love to film in the Canon, and I actually feel like the Canon looks a little nicer as well um, for the ones we have. I think we have the Mark V or something, and another one of the mirrorless ones, not this one, the one below it. But it, you know, yeah. it, the, but the files were so big, and I was like. This is so hard to work with for what I'm doing. It's like not, I feel like I, it's too much, although the look of it is just phenomenal. I think it looks amazing. So pretty cool. So tell us about your gear this year. So I know we talked about it on Instagram, but why don't you go ahead and rehash kind of what you'll be using this year and what you know companies you're working with? Yeah, I should have brought it out here with me. But yeah, we got the Matthews V3 bow. I'm shooting it. That's what I've been shooting this summer. And I did a custom job. I did the green one uh, with the orange string. It's pretty looking bow and and uh i'd love to get that thing dipped in bottom land that's like my ultimate goal i would just have to send it back off to matthews to get the the logos and all stamped on it but but one day i'm going to dip me a matthews in bottom land you know that's cool something i think would just be totally ba but uh that i'm shooting the uh slick tricks uh the raptor or raptor tricks those are the ones i was telling you about earlier i uh i've shot uh, a lot of broadheads over the years and that those are hard hitting and complete pass through as good as any I've ever shot. And, uh, um, when, when they approached us about talking about it, I, I had a couple of buddies who were already shooting and working with them and they're like, we will not lead you, you know, down the wrong path, you know, just trust us. And, and I've been incredibly happy with them. Yeah. These look amazing. If you haven't seen them, they're vicious looking. <laughs> they are a beast of a head and even the head on it is like it's so cool looking it's like almost like two different sizes or something it's it's hard to explain it until you see it but uh it's it's looks really nice i have not shot that one yet actually i was just thinking about that because i know they're sending us some this year for some testing but i hadn't seen that one yet or that assailant that looks yes i have not shot that one i have some but i haven't shot it yet and i'm one of those guys i like to i like to shoot it and see what it does before i go you know um preaching it from the, the the top of the rock but you know slick trick is known i mean they have always been there's people that will fight you over there uh you know their fixed blades is what a ton of people shoot at elk and if you're shooting a fixed blade everybody knows what a slick trick is so the they're fairly new to the expandable market last few years and uh but i'm an expandable guy i always have been i know some people frown upon them but i am an expandable guy and i have drug hundreds of deer out of the woods um, for me and my dad, friends, buddies, whatever, that have been shot with all kinds of expandables. So that, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every head has some issues somewhere sometimes. So it's like, it's, it's, whether it's mechanical or fixed, the, the debate would go on forever. But I feel like it's both for me. So like, for instance, I've had errors with mechanicals and I've had errors with fixed. So right, it doesn't matter. I mean, like to me, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, but I was going to say to you, this, uh, they have an SS3 one piece broadhead. And I started playing around one piece broadheads with a couple different brands the last uh, two years. I've been playing around with these ideas. Cause I was, th- I was in my head. I was like, I'm just curious. Like if I shoot a solid broadhead, that's CNC out of one piece or whatever, like, is it going to fly good? Or is it going to like, you know, cause it's a fixed head. Is it going to like waver? So the two brands I tested uh, it was actually one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Cause I shot, <laughs> I shot this deer with one, with a crossbow and I couldn't believe it. Like it flew so true. Cause you know, you get the lighted knock, you can see it. It was yeah. just like, like a beam right through its heart. I'm like, wow. 
and I, I just I didn't think I was going to hit this thing, let alone shoot right through the heart with this thing. And how dead on it was, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow. And so then later in the next year, I used a mechanical and I had an error early in the season. And I so like I got frustrated and I said, I'm going back to the other one, whatever. Now with my compound. And so I go back to the other one and sure enough, a buck walks out and I double lung it and that's it. You know, it was like clean, just, so then I was like, all right, now, now I feel like <laughs> I have two for two with this broadhead, right? I'm like, should I change? Should I not? But one of the issues we run into here is we work with a lot of broadhead companies. And so yeah, like yeah. we, we, we kind of, and a lot of them sponsor the show. There's, there's companies that sponsor the show. There's like three or four that have broadheads. I mean, it's insane. So we try to like, just be fair and like, you know, randomly go through them and like Jamie will use a different one than me. I use a different one than Tim and all that. And we just so we get a little content for everybody, but it's difficult because you're always, you're always changing, you know, like I think a normal hunter yeah. would just buy something. It works good. They love it. They stick to it, you know? Yeah, right. And it makes well, sense. You guys are in a different position, especially, I mean, when you look at how many broadhead companies are out here nowadays and you know, half those guys probably don't even really need to be in business, you know, but, um, but everybody thinks their their head's the best, you know. Why wouldn't you? You know, if you're putting your if it's your labor of love, I get it. But um, it, it's one of those things that you nobody will ever agree on the same broadhead. It's like trucks and bows and mm-hmm. uh, you know whatever else you want to compare. But people are extremely passionate about broadheads. If you had a chance to, because Slick Tricks owned by Outdoor Group, Outdoor Group owns solid broadheads as well. Have you had a chance to test those ones at all? I have not. No, they're expensive, but they're, I heard they're like amazing. Those are, again, I think are one piece, but like really cut up like to a detail right. from my understanding. They look really good. <laughs> I haven't actually shot them. I don't well, think I've ever got solid bro. That's not, I think about it. Those are super expensive ones. Like a I think they're high end. Yeah. hundred bucks or something. I don't know if they're that much, but I, oh. I'm pretty sure they're very high end. They're all, oh no, here they are. Yeah. I was trying to find the price, but I don't see it. I know they're very high end, but I think it's because of the way they're machined. um and built or whatever so i so jeff do you do are you guys doing gun hunting as well yeah we do we do we you know i've i've always been you know i love to bow hunt that's my passion but i'm going to hunt with whatever's in season you know to me it's about the about the chase it's about the animal and and yes i would rather kill it with my bow that's that's my number one goal but if it's if it's muzzleloader season i'm carrying a muzzleloader and if it's a you know rifle I'm, i'm typically carrying my rifle uh, now, do you normally take like an actual rifle, like a 30 out six, or do you take like, um, like in our case, like in Michigan, we use uh, the Bushmaster 450, the 350 Legend? Yeah, straight walls. Yeah. Yes, uh, correct. It, it depends. You know, uh, what the episode that's airing right now, actually, on Outdoor Channel, we're in Kansas, and we can shoot uh, a rifle out there. Now, that being said, Kyle was shooting a muzzleloader because he drew a muzzleloader tag in early season. They got like that September, the 15th or something season you can use a muzzleloader and if you don't fill your butt tag then you can hunt in the uh the rifle season with the muzzleloader but you can only hunt with a muzzleloader hmm. but like i'm a landowner so i can hunt with muzzleloader rifle bow whatever's in season but kansas rifle season you can use whatever rifle you want i think it's got to be you know 22 mag and larger or something i, I forget exactly the every state's a little different but in iowa Recently, you know, it's always been a muzzleloader state or shotgun, but recently they've allowed the straight wall cartridges during the shotgun season. And, you know, the way that straight walls are changing, especially the 350, how fast it is, or, or even the 450, how hard it hits. I mean, you're, there's not a huge gap 
in the straight wall versus you know your traditional deer cartridge like it used to be in my opinion uh, yeah i know we could shoot far i mean everybody <laughs> here has them it's insane you can't yeah. find 450 ammo for the life of you either oh no heck no that are the the legend yeah i actually we found just what a few boxes the other day no boom at hunting yeah. we went to a local hunting store bob's outdoors and we're like and I, and I go, man, if they just had some 350, and, and then he goes, there is, there's 350. It's right there. I'm like, what? Yeah. So yeah, had two boxes bought, of 450, too. Yeah, I bought the 450 and 350. It's the first time I've seen them. And guess what? I went to Dunham's, which is, I don't know if you guys have a Dunham's there, but it's like a local little uh, yeah. hunting shop here. And they had it again, like the same one. So I don't know if a big shipment just went across the whole state of That's Michigan at once or but I didn't, so I didn't bite again, though. I figured 40 rounds is pretty good. I mean, I, I rarely gun hunt because of Bowhunter Planet. So it's right. like, yeah, I think 40 is probably good enough for long term here. Yeah, so, I grew uh, up in the South, and you know, that was right. Yeah, you bow hunted in bow season, but our rifle season started mid October and it would go through, you know, New Year's Day. So, I mean, those poor deer down there would just get hammered. But yeah, uh, here it's two weeks. That's it. So, yeah. I don't know how that happened. Like, how could it only be two weeks? It's like now, so small. When did small. they swap to the straight wall cartridges? I'd say five years ago. Them. It was about five years ago because yeah. I had a okay. 12 gauge, the same 12 gauge I had since I was 16 until that. And then the next year I bought one and I'm just love that gun so much. Right. Yeah. It's that's the way I am. I mean, the CVA Paramount that I shoot, I mean, I love a rifle, but if you said, okay, Jeff, there's a 200 inch buck right there, you get one shot, you can choose, you know, your seven mag rifle or your, your, your CVA Paramount, that thing hits so hard. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's a 350 grain bullet and yeah. it's, it's there again, oh, yeah. so different than the muzzleloader, the new high speed muzzleloaders than, than a rifle. I mean, we're shooting at Thing two or three hundred yards, no problem. Yeah, CVA is the one who makes my four fifty, right? No boom. It's a single uh, that shot. Single shot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah pretty sure it's CVA. Scout. I bet you it's that same one. But the yeah. uh, four fifty. Yeah, my son has got that same Scout in a, uh, a two forty three. That's a that's a sweet shooting gun. Is it called the Scout? Uh, they got the. There's two different versions. There's a oh. Scout and a. Um, the scout is the the one you have may not be a scout, but the two forty three is a scout. Let me look on their website. But I'm on their you website. You know, recently TVA to... holds the muzzleloader, and then they. Oh, I have the, the scout. Shot. I have the scout. Yeah, well, that's what cash is too. Yeah, yeah, mine's a that's fluted barrel like that with that little muzzle break. It breaks open. Breaks yeah, open that's exact like gun. Yeah, the one right there. If you click scout, it's I have the actual scout, not not the other one. It looks like just the scout. There's a. You couple got the blue ones. barrel or the the black? I got that silver. Yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Blue. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah, know much about guns. Good. Sorry. Yeah, I get that. Well, that's, I, that's a good gun. I know a lot about the, pistols. I, went, I, I went about with the I went the Ruger, like the rest of Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those things. I got are the like Ruger three fifty. Hot on but... streets. It's well, just like when Savage came out with that twenty gauge bolt action. Yeah, uh, that's what I almost went to that until everybody. And I have one. You know, I have one when I, when I was hunting the slug seasons, but uh, it, it's a solid gun. It hits hard. Yeah, that's cool. CVA is cool, man. That's a that's a cool company to work with because uh, I think I feel like I've had a couple CVAs actually because I know I had muzzle. We used to do a lot of muzzle loader back when I was so younger, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they. Uh, yeah, they make some sweet guns. I know that. I know I took yeah, a 298 yard shot them. and missed. <laughs> I remember uh, that. I was like, I, I don't know if this is enough powder. 
Uh, <laughs> it wasn't with their gun. I don't know what the hell I was using back then. Everybody uh, has a crazy muzzleloading story. I mean, good lord, gun not going off, or I mean, I've had yeah. I could write a book on some muzzleloading experiences. But I still got all my hand, my fingers, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a year, huh? It's been such a crazy year. I feel like, um, you know, when we look at like just, I think what I, what I mean is like inventory for companies. Like, I feel like it's been terrible, like just terrible. Like, and it, it's okay. I sell product, but, you know, getting arrows, I mean, stupid stuff. Like, you're like, holy cow, man. This is like, I don't know if I'm, we're going to have to find some old stuff to use because I don't think we're getting anything this year. You got to get what they got left over at Walmart. But yeah, the supply chain is broken on just about anything yeah across america but every one of these companies talk to you if they're truthful they'll tell you 2020 was their best year and forever yeah. so you got not only they they're selling out everything they got regardless of the supply chain issues now you got supply chain issues and you know you can't find ammo you can't find anything and you can't get it they can't get it more in stock quick enough i feel like it's tricky though right like it's one of those things where in our business it's a little tricky because let's just say just throwing out a random example let's say that i have a deal in place with pearson archery who i only think is in business but let's just say pearson archery and they say like they say they're gonna sponsor a hunting show i own and they're gonna pay x amount of dollars and give you five bows right, right. so they pay the x amount of dollars but they give you zero bows so the question is, does that mean that they should be technically liable for the money, for the cost of the bows at least? Because you're technically out money because you, you would have gotten five bows plus this amount of money. Or if you would have known you weren't getting the bows, you would have maybe charged more. Yeah. So that yeah, this position. Factor in that in, yeah, because you look at, Oh, I like a bow or a gun. Those are obviously big ticket items, but you know, you're going to use it a couple of years. And if it's not your backup, when you, you may sell it to use that money for, for another one or something. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's legit. Yeah. Legit. Cause this is a position I'm in with multiple brands right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get anything. So a lot of times when I make a deal with a company, there's a deals put in place, including product. Right? right. So that, so that we can show the product off and there's this, but that's also leverage that you say, okay, well, if it's $3,000 in products, I'm not going to charge you as much. Right. So, but yeah. now you're this position where you're like, Oh my God, like, what do I do? <laughs> it's like, yeah. And, and I, I've seen that some, uh, and before this, I dealt with that on a company and I was like, cause they couldn't keep it in stock. And I'm like, well, if they send it to me, they're not making any money. They're losing money. And, and if they're sending it and all I'm going to do is help promote it to sell them more of them. But if they can't keep what they have in stock already, what good am I, you know? So I, I try to put myself in their position, but, um, yeah. man, it's, it's, it's tricky. Uh, it's a tricky one. And so anyway, are you made in America companies, the guys that are not having to wait on these giant container shipments and stuff um, from overseas are, have a little bit of a leg up right now because they can just yeah. wrap up production if they yeah. get the parts, if they can get the parts. Yeah. Yeah. So are you guys still work with most of the companies on your page? Yeah, well, yeah every, that page is 100%. It's accurate. updated. Yeah. So you're working with Heavy Shot? Yep. Working with heavy so shot. How does that's gotta be kind of cool? You get like a case of ammo at once. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, <laughs> that's they had, so cool. They same thing. They had supply chain issues last oh, yeah. year, but it was because they couldn't keep whatever they had. They could not keep it in stock. And then when they'd get some, they'd sell it again. So I was like, "Look, guys, yeah. 
we got we got enough and um you know they well we got this one product we want you to promote and like hey you well it's it's, it's it's a kind of a what's the word i'm looking for it is a internal battle because you have their marketing team who doesn't care their their job is to like market a product so they need the product in your hands to do it otherwise a good example is we have some of the same issues here we're supposed to get these i'm not going to talk about what it is but we're supposed to get this thing in and we're supposed to be doing stuff with it, but we don't have it. We've been paid, but we don't have the product to do the work. Yeah. So like you're now, see what I'm saying? So now they're put in a position of <laughs> like, I, I need this them to have the products. So they're doing the job. And it's not just about, it, it, it's also about content creation that they need. Cause you gotta remember, <laughs> you know, like we talked about earlier, Instagram, TikTok, they need stuff to post. Like, it's not like they can just create all that manually. That's what they're paying us to do. You know, all of us, whoever it is, your show, my shows, whatever. So I feel like sometimes you get put in that, you know, interesting spot. Interesting though, what happened though, I didn't know this. So Camp Chef sponsored our, our podcast this year. Thanks to Camp Chef. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, they're owned by Vista Outdoors and they have tons of brands. And once I told them, I said, well, hey, you know, we're looking to do this Gun Hunter Planet. Instantly, they put us in touch with all those gun manufacturers. It was like unbelievable. I'm like, holy... I mean, just like that. But the thing is, this year ain't going to do anything because they don't have anything. They can't do anything. You can't even say something like, I don't want no money. I just want a couple of products to do some videos. They don't have the products. Right. They even send you that. Yeah. Vist Outdoors just bought Heavy Shot, you know. So we're kind of part of the Vist Outdoors team and by a... That's great. Merging or... Yeah. I didn't know that. That's excellent. So, yeah, that's cool, though. That's cool you get ammo, though, when you need it. I mean, that's really... That's really neat. I love yeah, we're waiting idea. on our duck shells now. You know, we just put in our order about a month ago, but you know, we're you know, hey, we're just being patient because it's yeah. A, well, you have to, right? There's nothing else we can do. And I, I think the good companies. I think you look at the companies that are on the top of their game. You know, like a Heavy Shot or like a like a Matthews or somebody or even a CVA. The marketing company. Those guys. Not only do they know what they're doing, but they mesh well with the guys running the rest of the business. Because so many times, some of these companies I've seen, they've got these marketing guys that don't have a not only really a clue about their product, but they don't have a clue, a clue about what's going on at the factory. You know, they're working from home yeah. or whatever. and, you know, they're like you said earlier, they're wanting that video you sh- you shot. They have no idea that there's not zero of those products available in, in the U S right now because of yeah. so, so the, the companies that do well, I think can, can mesh all those departments together. Cause I mean, you, you've seen it. Some of these guys and the, in the marketing business, um, you know, are, are in a little overhead, not really know yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. It, no. It's a marketing is a vicious, vicious. Yeah, it is. Um, they get cut in a lot too. Every time I turn around, it's a new, new guy. Oh you my know. gosh. Yeah. All right, Jeff, Lindsay, thank you so much, man. Lindsay way. Appreciate it. Good luck this year on your hunts and keep us informed. Cause we definitely want to help post some of those pictures when you're killing stuff that you can post. I mean, whatever's allowed, I should say. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you guys for the support tags and all of that and good luck. And if we can help you guys in any way, let us know. All right, man. Thanks appreciate a lot. It. Yeah, Thanks man. for listening to the podcast. We'll see you guys next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.